This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.44 and it's time for Trending Today, where it is official. Uh, from the 1st of February, Malaysians will na- will be able to renew their driver's licence digitally on MyChip. My JPJ. So this comes, of course, via Transport Minister Anthony Loke, who announced exactly that, that from the 1st of February, you can renew your driver's license as well as road tax, which has already been available for a while <coughs> on My JPJ. And he said that this initiative would allow members of the public to save time and costs. It would uh, prevent congestion at JPJ counters. As of now, it is only for Malaysian citizens. Um, but um, this might be attractive to a number of people that um, to encourage you to go down the digital route. Uh, JPJ is offering a five ringgit discount until the 31st of December this year if you opt to renew online. Well, you know, I'm very excited and happy for that segment of the population that drives these fossil fuel burning vehicles. Uh, very good for you. Didn't uh, expect that sudden <laughs> judgment, but okay. What do you mean you didn't expect it? Didn't you see his eyes kind of glazing over, but also looking for a target? <laughs> no, so, no I, I, you know, I think anything that reduces bureaucracy, that saves Malaysians. Can you imagine the generations that had to line up? I mean, how many working man, man women are? <gasps> Hours were spent, wasted at government offices. Needing for to decades. take time off, needing to look for parking. No, don't yeah. even. Yeah. The aggravation and and the misery that's caused by a, a very cumbersome bureaucratic system, right? So the fact that government is getting leaner and smarter and using all the tools that are available, I only worry about uh, people who are on the other side of the digital divide. Because uh, I, I, I had, in fact, Oddly enough, a conversation about this with somebody much older. She's in a uh, in her eighties and was concerned about the ability to do these um, uh, this renewal, so on and so forth, and not even trusting also that it's sufficient to have an app and wanting that paper, that recognition, right? So, so as generation. of now, though, that still exists. It still exists. Yeah, you but can been... still opt to, but then it means you'll have to go down the path of going to the thing, renewing physically. Has it been phased out? Uh, not yet. Not, not as far not as, as uh, not as far as it's been announced. I think it's more that now you don't actually have to physically go. If for whatever reason you still prefer it, you can still do that. I think what I'm interested in is whether or not this means that we're heading towards eventually full digitalization of these documents. Because um, yes. you know it was a big deal, right? That the road tax sticker again. Sharat's looking at me like I'm speaking French, but um, you know, the... <laughs> no, I've seen them on the on the on the windscreen. I've Le road tax is what. <laughs> talking about. <laughs> no, but remember, when we no longer had to stick the road tax on, people made such a big deal about that. I just that. migrated to it and I felt kind of, oh my God, is this okay? But can I say that as somebody who hasn't had the uh, the sticker on for a while and has instead been relying on the um, the digital version, that at road at roadblocks, I've witnessed how inconvenient it can get because fundamentally we're not at the stage yet where the folks manning the roadblocks can just scan your dra- uh, scan your license plate and know in the system whether or not you've renewed, which is ideally how it should be because why else are we all connected? Um, instead, you see, and I can see it in the, the cars ahead of me, people searching for their phones, people trying to log in chatting with the officer, pulling it up, and it's it's long. And I, I think that digitalization and the moving away from bureaucracy is an excellent thing, but that it has to it has to run the, the, the gauntlet. Has, the whole thing from start to end has to be that way. Otherwise, it's just 
trading in one inconvenience for another. Well, that's actually exactly what Joel Naidu on um, on uh, X is saying, and he and they are not the only one. Many people have brought up this point, uh, saying ask the enforcement officers to ensure that they're updated on the latest SOPs and not hound us for a physical copy of the road tax or license, which I think, again, is off a piece. I've heard this a number of times, actually, that... Um, because we were in this transition phase that a lot of the officers who stop you on the road don't have a way to read your license plate. And therefore, yeah, if you don't have good data, if you're driving someone else's car, how do you prove that there is a road tax that's been paid for for that car? So I I agree that I think that, that the digitalization is great, but then that needs to be seamless. Yeah, and you know, I can even imagine a time in Malaysia when we have... No more roadblocks. Can you imagine? That institution, <laughs> that ma- very Malaysian institution. Uh, from cynicism, you've now gone to idealism. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but you know, embedded is a kind of rather cynical idea <laughs> that roadblocks have become so much part of the Malaysian landscape to do more than just good governance, I think, unfortunately, uh, that it, perhaps its demise is a bit premature to announce. So we're talking today about the fact that Malaysians specifically will be able to renew their driver's license via the MyJBJ app beginning on the 1st of February this year. So tell us, uh, what do you think about this? Are you looking forward to to renewing your driver's license online. You can call 7733-2900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Bole for Malaysia. Ha. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.50 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn, Sharmila and Sharad. Uh, we were asking you about being able to renew your driver's license online, whether you're excited about that, because on the 1st of February, you'll be able to. But we are also heading back to... It's an important it's an important message, but I dread saying it because um, we're heading back to the story we started our show with, which was a call for a number of important but complex things um, for our country. So the strengthening of certain ideals, constitutional monarchy, parliamentary democracy, federalism, rule of law. This was in a letter that was issued and signed uh, by a number of civil society organizations, by um, by cons- what is what is the phrase people like to use? Concerned individuals. Concerned um, citizens, yeah. So let us know. What issues should the government and opposition be able to have a meaningful discussion on? If you'd like to weigh in on either, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. So, um, okay, TIDJ says the appointment of the PM based on the U.S. presidential election system. I know this goes against the prerogative of the Yang Dipatuan Agong as provided by the Constitution. That's number one. Secondly, a clearer definition of three R issues. It's so vague that it's being abused. Number three, term limitation for the PM, two terms max. We do not need another megalomaniac being at the helm of the executive. I do not think that the appointment of ministers require parliamentary consensus. The cabinet should be made up of people the prime minister trusts. But I do hope that the PM would follow what Lincoln did, where he appointed the leader of the opposition as his VP. Dissenting voices are necessary at times. Oh, that's an interesting proposition. I wonder how that would uh, work work out for us, really. Sometimes I wonder whether it would just mean that nothing gets done because you're just constantly bickering. We saw that with actually speaking of the American system with the Obama administration, where practically nothing got pushed through because everyone was just arguing about, well, basically partisanship. Yeah, so well, I I don't know we can actually match the American 
um, system to ours. Uh, but TIDJ, I, I get your point that somehow uh, the idea of you know incorporating somebody like the leader of the opposition in, as your VP is an interesting move, except that I, I believe that in the US, the vice president has almost no power at all. But you see this in Jokowi's move uh, when he beat a Probowo Subianto, he brought him into the government. So these are kind of death moves for somebody who sees the value of uh, incorporating you know, a former rival in order to create a government that's workable, right? And that is what I think you were saying, Shamala, basically the gridlock culture of America between the executive and Congress, that has its own, um, I think its own logic in terms of uh, uh, avoiding tyranny, but at the mm. same time can be really bad for governance, mm. right? And good governance. And this country... Today, the issue really is about good governance, about getting the country's major problems uh, fixed. Uh, we also have a voice note that came in from Bing on the subject. You guys recall that during the ceasefire we have had during the COVID times between the opposition and the ruling government, uh, where national issues were put in, uh, was put uh, in as priority rather than fighting amongst themselves right and although that move was seen to be very honorable I, I think that it should continue we are we have just gone out of the covid era times are still bad the country needs to be unified in all angles to get things done across board so i guess that approach perhaps would be good for the purpose of uh, the nation. I mean, if you are in the opposition right now, or even in the ruling government, it will make a lot of sense. And optics-wise, it will look very good with the with the rakyat. That, you know, politicians are just not fighting amongst themselves, but they're actually fighting together for the development of the nation. It's actually a positive sign for all. And it's actually a win-win uh, when it comes for everyone's uh, political mileage, right? Because after all, you know, we are trying to get things done now. And if it's still so much about being biased towards certain persons and certain organizations and certain parties, what's the point? You know, we're going to be poorer and poorer each time. All right, get things moving. One year already, I still don't see things moving. Even though there are claims that they have a lot of things that's being done by different ministries. Yeah, but I don't see it moving at all. Don't forget, all the deals that the PM has gone out to try to bring back, all the FDIs and things like that, it's all on MOUs. MOUs can, can not happen also, right? So, just not sit there and brag what you have done, but get things moving and happening. Simple, small things also would be benefit a lot. Thanks for that, Bing. So, um, the, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Bing, you have. Uh, I think you speak like most of us think about these issues, right? We really want to see things moving. The question is, what's visible, what's not visible to the general public in terms of things changing, and then some of these problems that we have are so old and so intractable. How? And what kind of time, um, reasonable time frames can we put on them in order to see some sort of a real change? So I think it's a very complex issue, but as, at least as you put it, Bing, if they get the optics right, 
if they show that they're united in order to solving the problems, they will win a lot of point brownie points for themselves. Uh, so, we're shifting over to the point about being able to renew your license online because, again, uh, that's soon going to be available available via, this is a very hard one to say, available via MyJPG. <laughs> now, um, Hafik says the government should introduce a single super app instead of creating multiple apps for different purposes. In the end, how many apps are we supposed to install? I hope that Padu will be the first government effort to consolidate data and systems from multiple agencies, creating a seamless omni-channel platform formulations. So like a SingPass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I mean, I feel like that's where we're heading. We're probably just not there yet. Yeah, the I think they've already signaled that they want mm. this. I mean, it's the already best practices from around. We don't have to reinvent the wheel on this. Uh, the question is, why is it not happening? And why, you know, what's the time frame for it to happen? Uh, well, we'll actually be talking about Padu tomorrow on the show. So uh, hopefully we get maybe a little more information there, if not directly about JPJ, than just this notion of how Padu can help. Uh, we have people concerned about travel, though. Uh, Husni says, no, I need a physical driving license to rent cars when I travel overseas. Roberto says, I just would like to know if there will still be a physical license. This is because while the app could work in Malaysia, what would happen if I decide to go to Thailand or drive to Singapore, where they may not accept my digital driving license? Or does the Malaysian government have an agreement with these countries to accept that? Um, By the way, I'm all for it. So firstly, it is currently only open to Malaysians. So if you're not a Malaysian citizen, you will still have to um, renew it physically anyhow, Um, which I think then points to the fact that the physical uh, license will still be a thing. Um, It's just the renewal process that you can now do via the MyJPJ app. Yeah, so it's interesting. I never thought about this overseas issue, right? And how people get an overseas license. Whether they'll even accept just a digital license, actually. Yeah, so the um, the uh, the uniformity against different systems is always going to be a tricky one. I think when we went towards a kind of a chip for our passports, that became, well, that was an issue as well, wasn't it, for a time? I think just to be clear, the application, I think everybody's all for it. In other words, being able to apply yes, online, broadly a good it. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, what it means for the digitalization of the, the license is quite another thing. Keep those thoughts coming. That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.